Ladies and gentlemen, the commercials. From the main streets of Brooklyn, New York, this is the Commercials Free Podcast. My name is Dave T. Koenig. And it's Ken Pond here. And we are ready for what should be an historic podcast on this day. Historic because... It's the first one. It's absolutely the first one. We have uh, been preparing this show for you for, boy, weeks now. Weeks at least. Yeah, we've been in heavy pre-production. We've uh, we've actually built a set that you cannot see. That's no, there's no point to it. You can't see it. Yeah. No, we've been testing out the equipment. We've been right. assembling our uh, uh, resources. We've been, we did makeup even today. We did some makeup today. So just, we look good? Yeah, to each other. To each other. Yeah. Obviously, we are we are doing this as an audio presentation. So. Right. But that, there's no way I can work with a blemished co-host. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't walk yeah. out of the house without my face on for right, crying exactly. out Right. Exactly. The dark circles just they may they add ten years. Absolutely. At least. Absolutely. So yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have plenty of fun today. We are going to uh, have a couple of subjects we wanted to talk about. And we also have a special interview coming up with a very unique person named very, Brian McDonald. Brian Scott McDonald. We're very gonna get his thoughts. Individual, yes. Very talented, smart individual who's gonna give us his thoughts on the World Series, uh, the the football season, and uh, and what it's like getting uh, getting a ticket for no good reason. For no good reason. And he has not just one, but. Multiple instances of 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 being unfairly pulled over, right? And I can't wait. Yeah, you, you're gonna love it. Yeah, I can't, can't wait to hear. It's it. gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, uh, if 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 you are joining us, uh, you are probably joining us via the very official uh, commercials website, thecommercials.tv, uh, unless you're lucky enough to be, uh, you know, having this experience through the magic of of uh, iTunes. That's true. That's true. Uh, but you always remember, it, right. yeah, whatever we talk about, and if there happens to be some uh, extra information, you can always get more information at thecommercials.tv. Yes. Anything that we don't fully go into or, or if you're curious about, you can check out the website. We'll have little points and bulletins here. Yeah, and we'll make sure that we don't leave any stone unturned. We'll also have lots of nice recipes for the for this coming Thanksgiving season. You know what uh, I I love about Thanksgiving food is... Is everything, but I per- I personally have had uh, I've had to go through a change of heart on uh, one specific dish. What? What? Why is that? Uh, well, well what is the dish, and then why? The, is the that? dish would be the the um, the green bean casserole. Okay. It, it, usually, it is is green beans mixed with like Campbell's. Uh, mushroom soup, cream of mushroom soup. Okay. With the onions on the top, and then you. I loved that as a kid. Okay. Loved it. However, m- luck, as luck would have it, I, I am not only. Uh, I don't have. And I only have a difficulty with uh, milk and therefore cream. Oh, that's right. Causing rather, rather unpleasant. significant yeah. unpleasance for me. Uh, I also am allergic to mushrooms. Are you kidding me? You're allergic to milk and mushrooms. Yeah, I'm allergic to milk and mushrooms, and it's it's basically the same thing. It's like my body cannot digest uh, the materials that those two things are made of. So my stomach is like, oh, well, we have got poison here, sayonara. And you know, that's I, when it's time to start booting and rebooting, right? That's a good way to put it. Yeah, man, you you know, you're one of those like 
spoiled dogs mm-hmm. that people have, you know, when they're like, oh, he can't eat Alpo. Yeah. He need, we need to cut up chicken yes, exactly. and sprinkle it with, with certain little seasonings. He's yes. like, so you like this spoiled dog. I mean, uh, the, to, to, to prepare that dish normally would, what, take maybe 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. It's probably got to take your wife like 50 hours with all the chemicals. and, and Yeah, the, yeah. Right. Well, milking the soybeans is probably the part that takes the longest because they're small. <clears throat> and each they're, does not and, bear much milk, and they're also very belligerent and and resistant to being milked. So yeah, you that's have to the one wrangle thing. them. Yeah. And but um, well, dude, kudos to your wife because that's a lot of that's a lot of effort. And, to yes, and she's gone through uh, several uh, recipes like that where you know we've had to substitute something else for for milk or for mushrooms, and and she loves mushrooms. Actually, I love mushrooms. I just can't eat them. <clears throat> There's something about having stomach issues and i'm glad we're not getting graphic because i don't want to go to that extent but there's something about having stomach issues yeah that could stop a freight train <sighs> seriously it because it's 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 it, it, in, in some ways when you're having stomach pain it feels like 50 percent of your body is engulfed in pain yeah it's not like you cut your foot or you sprained your ankle yeah you could limp you can deal with it you could shift your weight stomach stuff Forget it, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you could, you could, you could punch me in the face, and I'll deal. Right. But you give me a stomach ache, and I am reduced to an infant. Exactly. I'm like, help, help me. <laughs> in fact, that's exactly what you do after you've had some lactose. I, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Bringing yeah. it full circle. Thank you. Right. You are listening to the Commercials Free Podcast, available at thecommercials.tv, and. uh the magic of iTunes and the magic of iTunes. Uh, that is Ken Pond, uh, who is uh, a, a brilliant guy. I stop it now. He is a brilliant person, and stop and he is incredibly artistic, and he's <laughs> he's erudite. He is, you know, he's he's he's. I forget what that means. What's erudite again? It means you're, you know, a man of the world. I guess that would be a, a, a close approximation in in, in my world uh, to erudite. I did. I was not. I could aware look of it up for you and get you the actual. You definition. don't even know what a word means, and you called me it. Yeah, I know how to. You, you know, know like, what, Dean? Like, you know, you're you're a fligate. You are a a big fligate. Well, sure. You know, it's like <laughs> <laughs> sure. You're like sure. Why not? Yeah. Why I'll not? I mean, it. you know, words can only hurt you. If you know what they mean. There you go. Yeah, yeah, troglodyte. Uh, <laughs> Ken you Pond. You know what that means. Is, yes, I do. Ken is, like I said, a very artistic, brilliant person. And there is an absolute upside to being that artistic. And that is you are capable of creating fantastic pieces of art, whether it be music or or, or or something on the computer or or uh, this podcast for instance and that that is just oh, the essence of of Ken well, you Pond. know this this particular project though I will take some credit for the technical hand I played in it because uh, I need work outside of this <laughs> is is wouldn't be half as interesting if it weren't for my very talented um, co-host that we're that is we are currently masturbating each other. Yes, obviously. Um, yes, but for but my for, very ta- really very eloquently spoken and talented Dave Koenig. You might have seen him on stage. Yes, and thank TV, you. and he is woefully masterful, woefully woefully skilled and masterful, and completely dedicated to his craft in the truest sense of the word, which I respect 
greatly. Why, so, thank you, Ken. Now, right back at you. Well, I appreciate that very much. Now, I said that there is a huge upside. And there's often, at times... A downside. A downside. Is that, is that you can't conform to the normal schedule that most people adhere I should have never complimented you back. No, no, no. No, because now I know where this is going. Yeah. Please continue. See, when, when you are an artistic person, he and I have talked about this because we're right. similar in some ways, that you, you, can't, you, know, you can't live the nine-to-five existence and expect to survive because your brain just does not connect with that like kind it, of... Yeah. yeah, no. So sometimes you end up clashing... With, with the schedules that other people might abs- keep. Absolutely. Sometimes that means you will sleep at odd hours. At God great hours, yeah. Yeah. And 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 sometimes you do it twice in a row. Yes. Yes. And and, and this is actually he's not this actually happened. Yeah. The, this, this show is, should this, have, this show <laughs> should have happened two days ago. But I <laughs> I basically this is pathetic. I couldn't wake up by two. No, no, it was tough for you to get your get get things going because you didn't realize. I, I know this is there is a two p.m. <laughs> there is a two p.m. Unbelievable. So yeah. So when you do, in fact, find yourself artistically inhibited, let's say, okay. or you find that your artistic qualities inhibit you in other ways, right? You you sometimes end up having to issue heartfelt apologies and sometimes they sound they sound like this hey dave it's ken uh i'm really kind of pissed off at myself a lot i did it again um i even kept your phone or the phone next to my head so when you called i would uh i slept right through it anyway this is no reflection on how much I want to do this. I'm just... Oh, God. Ah, yeah, the sleeping thing. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. I know you were probably all charged to go today. But um, give me a call back, please. Let's find a workaround. I, I'm really sorry. I want to do this, obviously. Oh, um, I'm just really frustrated with this whole sedative sleep thing. Um, so... Anyway, give me a call. Let's please try to figure it out. Um, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Bye-bye. Oh, my God. I must have been... You, I have never heard... Well, first of all, it's weird to hear yourself when you don't, you know, when you don't expect to ever hear it back. Yeah, that's it's different true. when you're like, all right, we're doing a show, then we're, we're gonna people are gonna hear this back. I'm gonna hear this back. When you never expect to hear something again, uh, and I was half awake and re- really upset, so I am just, I am groveling. <laughs> That is straight up groveling. Like, please don't fire me. Right, I, right. I will As if there quit is... the booth. <laughs> that is straight up groveling. That, I mean, I was surprised you didn't whip yourself with that thing that the guy used in uh, the Da Vinci Code. The, it was like a the leather strap with spikes on it. Oh you know, yeah, just, yeah. Well, I, I came close to that self-flagellation. Yeah, boy, that would yeah. No, you know, and I'll be honest with you, Dave. Yes. At times, I have a, I, and it's. It's taken a while for me to own this as a person. I have a tendency, obviously, to be a little dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but, uh, you you know, I I believe being dramatic, uh, there's there's different sub 
types and subcultures of being dramatic. A lot of people be dramatic for attention. Yes. Like they want to be the center of the attention or they want a, a reaction from someone else. I do it to convey how bad I feel or how I'm feeling at the time so it's abundantly clear to the other person. So I come off like I'm like I come off like like oh my god. If you knew how sorry I was, <laughs> you would jump off a tree in your own kind of sorriness. If you could be in my head right now, it would be like a, like like a plummeting freight train coming off the side of a building landing on you and you're still alive. <laughs> like, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to get that out there, but that yeah. is straight up growling. My favorite part of the whole thing is that I just started using Google Voice. Thanks to actually, actually, thanks to Ken who gave me an invite. Incredible to it. free service. Google Voice is amazing, yeah. and one of the things it does is it, it, Ken happened to call me back on my Google Voice number, which is the first time I'd gotten a, 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 a voicemail that way. And uh, one of the things it does uh, is it sends you text messages if you want to with a transcription of what is being said. There's some voice recognition That's stuff right, going yeah. on. And they, 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 they transcribe it as best as they can. Right. It's not like they have somebody sitting there doing right. it. It's Obviously, a computer it's, interpreting the, the syllabic uh, content of words and stuff to actually make it, it. There's popular transcription software you can buy where you can uh, talk into a microphone and it'll turn it into words. It's a similar type of process. Exactly. That's used. Exactly. So you know, as as well spoken and as as well dramatized as Ken is, there there's some mistakes. And I thought it'd be fun, please, to uh, to in my best uh, broadcaster voice, read it as is. Read it as is. And here is the Google Voice translation of the groveling message I left. And uh, some 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 mood music, please. Thank you. Hey, Dave. It's Ken. I'm really pissed off that myself a lot. Thank you, Dick, again. I can catch your phone if I heard the phone next to my head so when you called. I would. I slept right through it. Anyway, this is no reflection on how much I want to do that. I'm just, yeah, is sleeping. Thanks. But anyway, I'm sorry. I know you're probably all trucks to go today. <laughs> but please, but give me a call back. Please, comma. And that's it. <laughs> One of the things that I really, really like about you is is when the going gets tough, <laughs> you truck to go, man. You don't know how trucked I was. <laughs> I bet you were so trucked. I don't know when the last time I was so trucked. Let me just uh, let me just explain to you how trucked I was. Oh. I was a semi trucked. That's how trucked I oh, was. Oh man. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have our special guest, Brian McDonald, and he's going to talk a little bit of sports and also what it's like getting a ticket for no good reason. This is the Commercials Free Podcast. We'll be right back. Did you know that there are over 30,000 people in the New York City metropolitan area right now who have no eyes? More than 10,000 of those 
only have a half an eye, when you add up all those statistics, you get a crazy number of eyes. That's why we need your help. Every eye you donate will be given to one of these people with a crazy number of eyes. If you yourself have a crazy number of eyes, disregard this request. We don't want you. We pity you. But we don't want you around. We're just trying to help you so you'll go away. This message is brought to you by the commercials. And if you would like to advertise on the commercials free podcast, please send us an email to info at thecommercials.tv. Or just copy your credit card numbers to us. Yeah, that works. Back here on the Commercials Free Podcast, Dave T. Koenig. And Ken Pond here. And uh, we are pleased to join or have join us a very special guest. Uh, his name is Brian McDonald, and he's going to talk a little bit of sports as well as what it's like getting a bad ticket for no reason from the cops, the from dirty the cops. cops. Hi, Brian. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Brian McDonald is uh, actually... He went to our high school. Yes, yeah, we've known Brian for a long, long time. Yes, he did, and he was uh, in your grade or above your grade. I think he was a year behind me, but I, I, it's it's been so long that we've all kind of melded together our ages. Wait, he's been he, Brian. You were a year behind Dave. Yeah, yeah, I'm a year uh, behind Dave. Dude, that's so weird. I always thought you were older than Dave. Well, he he comes off as very mature, and I, on the other hand, come off as very. <laughs> Well, very immature. Well, yeah, yeah. You you have your moments. I'm right? emotionally stunted. I believe that's right. the, the proper term. Yeah, no. So, Brian, this is an exciting time of year for sports fans. And you and I actually, actually Brian and I played baseball together. Yep, we so, did. Yes. I can't remember though. Were you uh, were you a Yankees or a Mets fan? Well, I am. I am a hugely suffering Mets fan right now. Ah, uh, yeah. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yes. Now, now, you guys know, and so everybody out there knows, I know jack shit about sports. Which is going to make this even funnier, because you're going to lead hilarious. the questions. Yeah. In fact, I yeah. might even go have a cigarette. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> the yeah, so supposedly the Yankees are doing really... I'm gonna, by the way, guys, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just going to go with very the little knowledge I know, and you could correct me. And go it'll for it, man. probably be amusing that way. Yeah. From what I understand, the Yankees are doing very well <laughs> right now. They're in some kind of last of many game of several games winning thing. Um, yeah, that okay. would be called the World Series. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. So it's uh, we're actually uh, you learn game, something new every yeah, day. Yes, so at the time we're recording this, uh, we we have gone through two games of the seven game series. And Brian, what have you thought so far? Um, I don't know. After the first game, I thought uh, the uh, Yankees lost the advantage, but uh, now that they won the second game, I think they have a good chance to win it all. Game is uh, the series is tied one one right now, and and uh, is there anything that's been kind of uh, what's impressed you the most about either team or or the games or whatever? Uh well, so far both games it's it's uh, been all pitching mm. uh, for both of the games, and uh, both uh, well the starting pitchers uh, for both teams have been pretty amazing. Uh, well, well, hold on a second. What is a starting pitcher? <laughs> oh, the starting pitcher. Well, Brian, you can take this because you're you are our well, resident, yeah, I mean, you know, our, um, our, our expert guest. Break it yeah. down, Ken. It's uh, the, the first person, person to pitch, and he's a pitcher. So it's the guy who's in there from the first inning up until however long he goes, and then any pitchers that come in after that are relief pitchers. So oh, um, starting guess... pitchers generally are the guys that go are in the game for the longest if they're doing their job correctly. So, yeah, Son I, of a bitch. Yeah, so you know, I think this is actually very this is this is what we bring to the table. We are we are not only asking pointed specific expert questions and getting even more pointed specific expert answers, but we're also 
not alienating the people who absolutely know nothing. That's true. Which I like about it. That's true. I I mean, as far as I'm concerned, Brian's attention to detail in specific subjects makes him what I would consider, though he he denies it, uh, encyclopediatic. In, in a lot of ways. Sure. Where it, it's like, you, you, you know the difference between a dictionary and an encyclopedia. A dictionary gives you like w- how it's defined. The, the, the encyclopedia gives you the essence. Right, right. It, the tone, its color, its mood. Right. And whatever he just said to me was very detailed. So, I, you know, I honestly, uh, it won't stick. But I know that if I was had a certain basic knowledge of sports, that would have increased it a, a bit. Well, the, there you go. Yeah. It, we'll call him the crystallizer, Brian McDonald, joining <laughs> yes. us here on the yes. Commercials Free Podcast. He is all trucked to go. He is all trucked to go. Now, Brian, uh, let's switch to football right now. Uh, both local teams here in New York uh, have, have kind of uh, gone, had their ups and downs. What do you, what do you think about uh, – let's start with the Jets this year. Um, well, they're, you know, they're doing – their defense has been pretty good. Um, I'm impressed with that. I actually wasn't expecting all that much from them this year. So, so far, they've been a pleasant surprise. Um, I think uh, at times they might be relying too much on their uh, their rookie quarterback, uh, Mark Sanchez. But uh, um, so far, he's, he's done all right as long as he... Uh, protects the football that's yeah, the main thing just out of college this guy is mark sanchez is uh their their new quarterback and there was actually a pretty interesting story this, this ken can actually connect with this uh during during uh the, the game uh their last game on on uh, this past sunday uh the jets beat the, the raiders and uh Apparently, Mark Sanchez, I guess he had a case of the munchies or something like that because he was spotted on the sideline eating a hot dog during the game. <laughs> during the game? Yes. Yeah. Isn't there Which, some kind of, like, is that somehow illegal or some kind of game foul? Well, it's not illegal from what I understand, and I didn't actually know this until after this, uh, this event occurred, but uh, it's just in bad taste to do it. No pun intended, but it's just, <laughs> it's just in bad taste, apparently, to uh, be caught eating on the sideline during a game. <laughs> Even um, if you're not in play? No, he wasn't. No, well, obviously he wasn't playing and eating a hot dog. Um, that would make <laughs> Shut up, I don't know what might be possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got him, boys. Now, now in defense, the quarterback of the Raiders actually had, had ordered up a lobster on the sideline. So I think we're making a lot out of this. Well, hold on, hold on. You know how in the dugout in baseball, yes. you can do whatever the fuck you please in there. How come b- fucking, how come football or whatever it's called doesn't have the same thing where they can go and do what they want? Different sports, different etiquettes, you know? Um, really? I mean, back in the day, you had Babe Ruth sitting in the dugout, and he probably throughout a game would eat, like, five hot dogs, you know? <laughs> he, had to, he had to maintain that weight of his. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember back in the 80s, uh, growing up as a Met fan, uh, Keith Hernandez, you'd see him smoking in the dugout. Oh, Which is just so such a cool. weird thing, man. That is very yeah, weird. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, sports people smoking... It's like, oh, boggles I just rounded my mind. the bases. Oh, I, gotta need, yeah. I need to catch my breath. Right, Exactly, right. dude. I can barely make it up two flights of stairs, and I'm only 32. You know? <laughs> to be a full-fledged athlete in a super game <laughs> and be a smoker, I, dude, I'd be dead. I'd at least fall asleep several times yes. during the game. Ken is not the poster boy for health, but he is the poster boy for non-smoking. Uh, what do you think of the Giants this year? There's, it, it started off real good, but the last couple weeks haven't been so good. Yeah, um, I'm probably more. I'm a New York fan, so I could root for both teams. Um, and 
Yeah, the last two games were uh, disappointing, uh, to say the least. Um, they looked good in the first, uh, what was it, three or actually five games. First right. five games, they looked, they looked unstoppable. Um, but their running game hasn't been all there. Brandon Jacobs is, uh, hasn't been doing all that. Uh, Ahmad Bradshaw has been pretty good. Um, but their defense. Uh, you know, last two games they actually played decent teams, so mm. you know that's that's a true uh, measuring stick for their defense, and uh, they didn't do uh, too well. Yeah. Follow up question, Ken. <laughs> Dave, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> I you lost me at the. <laughs> you lost me. You know, you know let, let me ask you something, guys. There, you guys have so much information about so much esoteric and specific data, like teams, all the teams, all the players, yes. how they're doing, right. their position, their ranking, what they, you know. So how much space am I saving by not being into sports in my brain? Am That's I a saving, very good like, question. a lot of space? Could well, I, like, I'm sure you filled it up with your own. Uh, well, mostly with porn. But, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to delete some of that next time I'm going for a CAT scan. It'll be kind of embarrassing. Um, but uh, as far as, like, could I learn Chinese instead? Like, is there space now, because I don't follow sports, for to, like, learn Chinese? Well, this is what I used to say to people, just to describe my particular brain. Yeah. Is that I couldn't remember the first thing about the Magna Carta. But I could tell you who was in the very first professional wrestling scaffold match. <laughs> this was the lot. This was my lot in life. But you know, if they you know, if they had a test to to measure uh, sports knowledge, most guys would probably have graduated with honors. Many guys, I don't say most, but many guys would graduated with honors. But because they insisted on stuff like science and math, we got screwed. That is hilarious. So uh, if there was a job that in, that in, that involved talking. And or analyzing sports, you guys would be like billionaires. You would be uh, nonstop. That would be a nice thought, but um, <laughs> I mean, I, I could talk with you about like more or less the current events of sports and like you know the on the surface. But there are people that know people's batting averages for each year of their career and all sorts of stuff. And yeah, you want to talk about people who are like encyclopedias um yeah there are tons of people out there that are like that now i don't know if they have any room left in their brains for anything else <laughs> yeah it seems <laughs> like they, you know there, there's a level way above where I, I it sounds like brian and i have a very similar um you know amount of 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 knowledge stored away in the old brain right but um specifically yeah. there, there are people who go way above and beyond where we are right now and well and i think you could say that about everything i mean the only analogy i can think about is like music because you've got music you've got different genres you've got different bands then you've got band members then you've got you know all the you know their albums they did so right, like right. songs you know 10 songs times 10 but and there are people that are like that actually Rolling Stone consults with right, about right. stuff. Like, I'm just talking from my perspective the way you guys talk. Like, I dare you to put me on a – give me like a – be like, quick, Ken, do a sports segment or someone's going to die. That would be the most ridiculous sports segment. I wouldn't know where to start. Well, that poor person. 
Yep. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that person's toast. Oh, uh, there's a guy like that on. Uh, there's a, t- a, f- a famous video of a guy who kind of got thrown on the air and uh, to do a sports report, and he didn't do very well. But but we'll actually put a link of that on our website. Now, Brian, I, I want to switch away from sports so we can we can ease Ken's mind here. Oh um, God, Ken was telling me that you've had some interesting experiences. With the long arm of the law. Well, I do want to say first, before he responds, that uh, it, uh, Brian has the worst luck <laughs> of any human being I think I've ever met in my life. And specifically, the story actually began, he came to visit me in in Brooklyn to hang out. And... While he left his car parked, something happened to it. I don't want to take steal your thunder, Brian. Why don't you tell us that ridiculous chain of events? Uh, well, um, I for- actually had forgotten about that one. Um, <laughs> <but> <laughs> so glad I brought it up. And you sleep um, well. <laughs> I uh, came to visit uh, Ken in Brooklyn, um, beautiful Brooklyn, and uh, I parked my car overnight and. The next morning when I came out, I, I noticed something on my windshield, and it was my license plate. Uh, still in the holder, but the license plate and the holder are on my windshield. Um, but you someone know was you know kind so funny. enough to knock yeah. it off my car right. and place it on my windshield. So That's I what I was going to say. It's, isn't it nice of them? And at first, I think we thought it was a ticket <laughs> at a distance. Well, I mean, who know? I don't know if someone you know knocked it off. Or, you know, maybe I took someone's space that's normally parking there and they decided to uh, loosen it. But, um, okay. yeah, I found it on my windshield. Because that's very passive-aggressive. <laughs> yeah. I, I knock yeah. off this person's license plate and then put it on their hood <laughs> so they don't lose it. It's like, God damn it, this person's parked right, uh, right in front of my house and I park there every day. I'm ripping the license plate yeah, off. Right. Oh, you know, I kind of feel bad now. <laughs> Let me let me let me put it on their windshield so they could you know find it properly. You know? I hope they learned their lesson. <laughs> All this emotional experience that you don't even witness. I guess it's better for them than slashing your tires because you know you slash your tires, you're stuck you, there. They're yeah, not they're going not anywhere anytime there. soon. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So then, what happened? Well, um, I relied on my friend to help me fix it, and uh, just you know, won't go into the specifics, but we got sidetracked, and um, he didn't fix it. So, uh, <laughs> wow. So, uh, thanks to my friend, um, I drove home with that, like that, parked my car, um, you know, I live out in Manhasset, so the suburbs, and um, parked my car outside in front of my own house. And, uh, you know, the next morning I came out and I had a ticket for not having a license plate on my car. That's harsh, man. Even though I actually even put it inside my car, you know, like uh, I put it near the windshield, but uh, I guess it slid off onto my seat. And, um, you know, so it's funny that uh, someone damages your car and you end up getting the ticket. Yeah, really? Exactly. And you had, did you even bother trying to, to fight the ticket? Oh, uh, yeah, I wasted, you know, I have some free time right now. So I, uh, <laughs> I, I wasted uh, some of my precious time to go to court and, uh, you know, try to argue the case and 
they asked if I had filed a police report for the, uh, you know, for the license plate being knocked off. Now, I didn't do that because it seemed a bit ridiculous. There was actually <laughs> real no, there was petty. really no damage to my car other than um, the license plate holder being popped off. It hadn't actually been broken. It just needed to have new fasteners be put on and popped in. And it's like, so I'm, you know, it's not like some real crime happened here, you know? Right. And it's right. not like you're going to go there and, and press charges for hurt feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, so they, you or know, irony. kind of frowned upon that. And um, I'd like and to press some decided, charges for irony, please. <laughs> Someone was extremely ironic to me. <laughs> Sorry, so, we keep interrupting. Sorry, Brian. They tried to, uh, you know, I'm talking with uh, with the DA and... Um, their their whole deal is they they don't even, they don't want to like go to a further trial or something obviously <laughs> they just offer you something you know because they know you just don't want to come there either right and you know they they offer you a plea bargain <coughs> and uh, you know it's not much money it's just more of the principle but he's like okay well you know I'll knock it down to this and it'll be fifteen dollars I'm like well that's crap you know like <laughs> didn't do anything wrong wrong was done to me and now I'm being punished on top of that. So, oh. um, so I got it dismissed. Right. And the funny thing about that is, I guess to make up for their, uh, you know, their budget deficits and everything, they now have a dismissal fee, which <laughs> is fifteen dollars. Oh come on! <laughs> so you're damned so, if you do, and you're damned oh, if you that. don't. So basically, <coughs> any time a ticket is written for you, even if it's an error. <laughs> Like, you, you have to pay. go get it dismissed, but you still got to pay. That's so. horrible. Yeah. There's so the something be- wrong about the be- that. The, the best thing to do is just, if they accuse you of something, just say you're guilty and pay the fine. I mean, I, it's, it saves time. Saves well, if you're going to pay $15, you might as well get away with what you can. Well, that's you know, true. You might as well be caught, like, speeding at, like, 100 miles per hour exactly. with no license plate and drinking. Yeah, you know, exactly. you might as well get your full amount. Yeah, and I wonder. You're already paying fifteen dollars. Yeah. You know, all this new legislation does is make me want to do violent, crazy That's true. things. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to get the same amount of money out of my pocket. I'm getting my money's worth. Right. And it's like, I, I wondered the mentality of thinking, okay, well, this guy's obviously up to no good. He's parked in his driveway with only one yeah, license plate. I was going to say, what kind of asshole cop is like? I'm really bored. I want to fuck with someone. Yeah, really? Let's go to this house. There's got to be something wrong with some part of this person's yeah, car. Yeah, Like, it just blows my I mind. I mean, aside from the aesthetics, which I can't really <laughs> write them up on, <laughs> I'll have to just figure out... Oh, that's terrible, man. Well, I tell you what, we're, you, have, you have made me want to become a champion for that cause of unfair parking tickets. And on top of that... These ridiculous fines, and I'm I'm writing my congressman. I am going to do no such thing. <laughs> more power to the both of you. Well, oh man. Well, I mean, I, it, as much as I don't want to leave on that note, I want to leave room in the future for us to talk more sports and and really more about bad tickets. So, so we'll be calling you back, Brian. Thank you so okay. much. That was Brian McDonald, sports expert slash police victim. Police brutality victim. We're going to take a quick break. This is the Commercials Podcast. Commercials free podcast. Thecommercials.tv. Take care. Do apples make you want to crap? Does the sun send you hiding? 
Does the moon look at you and say, I'm out at night, but also sometimes during the day? Do you wish you lived in a zoo? In that zoo, do you wish there were other humans in there with you, but also mixed in were some animals here and there? Just to, you know, change things up a bit. Kind of like Planet of the Apes, but not just apes, all the animals. In fact, even those weird animals that can't live on land because they're deep-sea super-pressure animals and they explode when they reach the surface. This could be you if you advertise on the Commercials Free Podcast. It's true. Tell them how to get it done, Dave. Just send an email to info at thecommercials.tv and you'll be exposed to a whirlwind of action advertising style and what's the worst that could happen we steal the living shit out of all your money but we'll still do your commercial if you're lucky and we feel like it we are back the commercials free podcast this is ken pond yeah i'm dave t Kane and uh Boy, that was a good interview, man. Wow. That, Brian is a, is a font of entertaining stories, I'll tell you he that much. He is one of the most interesting human beings alive. And not only that, he was he was actually very, very concerned about the technical aspects of this show. Which he was, did. Yeah, I was very impressed. And, you know, I, I think he, he, he proved himself to be a good friend just, just looking out for you. He cares. He yeah. does. He really does. What I liked was that he also made the correct assumption that, that I'm looking out for what you're doing also. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm like the uh, the kid in school that had to uh, be leashed to the uh, <laughs> to a hook in the wall mm-hmm. because uh, he couldn't behave. You know, that might have just been me. I'm using it like it's proverbial. Yeah, well, yeah. Like every every kid in town had a kid <laughs> who was stuck to a hook, right? You know the kid I'm talking oh, about. That was just me. Yeah, no, that was just Ken. Right. But I, I liked your response to his. Uh, his saying that I'm probably here watching over what you're doing also, which which was. Which was, so of Brian course. Said, Brian said that, yeah, well, Brian, Brian said, yeah, Dave's probably looking after what you're doing, too. And you said. I, I, what did I say? This was 40 seconds ago. How did you remember? I, 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 I didn't think like it was that profound that I needed to it remember. It wasn't profound, but it gave me a lot of good lines to go with. with what was it? You, oh, man, if I end up feeding it to you, it's no good. Oh, it's no good. It, um. Oh, never mind. Never. What, now I'm dying to know. What was it? All right. So let's do a little bit of a mini recap of what that conversation was. We said, hey, thanks, Brian. You were great. And Because right. uh, nobody heard this. This he, was off air. Not, yeah, this was off air. We were thanking him for his time saying you're a great guy. And he's like, hey, by the way, you guys, I'm a little concerned. Do you have a way to mute? call it because I might be talking in a time when I'm not supposed to be talking. And he doesn't sound anything like that. No, so even 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 off air. That's my layperson voice. Yes, that's um so it, it, you know, which is a valid concern cuz it is. Yeah. It is. And we told him we have a six knob. Yes, we and have the a six knob. S- the six knob is for turning down the phone. That is correct. Right. And uh, so people don't talk when they're not supposed to when we have a caller. Yeah, but you know it wasn't necessarily a bad thing for him to bring up, and we we told him that you know we appreciate the fact that he he was looking out for what we're doing here. Yes, and and his response was, "Well, I'm sure Dave's looking out for what you're doing too." And I think I said, "Someone has to." Yes, and then you said, "I'm going to try to do this without absolutely feeding you this, like feeding you your line." Okay. Okay. You said. That it gave you a certain feeling. Oh, uh, yeah. Like my dad was still alive. Yes, that um, was the line you used, right. that your dad is still alive. alive. I'd like to point out two things. First of all, 
that you make it sound as though I there's a father son relationship going on here, and we're 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 definitely I mean at best mentor mentee. Secondly, I think, and perhaps more important, it's debatable. Your father is still alive. (laughs) (laughs) So to recap, folks, Thanksgiving equals stomach problems. (laughs) And Father's Day equals premature funerals. No, you know you're good. You got it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That was our intention from the beginning is to teach those two things to you. Especially that what thing <laughs> Father's Day is for funerals. Premature funerals. Premature. Yes, yes. Okay. That yes. is it, my favorite, sweet. you know, the best Father's Day card I think you've ever given your dad was Sorry you're dead. <laughs> it really sucks you died. Son, for the tenth time, how many times do I have to tell you? I'm still amongst the living. And it's not necessary for you to put a $5 bill in a card for a dead man. I mean, logistically speaking, if I was dead, what would I do with the card and the money? The money. I mean, I could, I, you could maybe, you could argue that perhaps I'm looking out from above and reading the card and feeling touched. As I read it myself while I'm still alive. But the money, the money, son, you can't take it with you. That's the lesson I want to impart on you, son. First of all, first of all, just to give you a real quick thing. If my dad, if my dad had caught wind of me saying, like, I, you know, you're, it's like you're my dad, like if my dad was still alive, he would not address it, be like, son, why do you say such things? He would, in, in his typical fashion, having raised me, would ignore me and keep walking. Oh, well, that's probably true. Yeah. 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 He what I do like, like about it is that while I gave him an Irish brogue, yeah. you turned him into an absolute sound alike of Charlton Heston. <laughs> Let my people go. That and what's funny is that I I finally watched the 1968 version of uh, Lord of the uh, Lord of the Rings. What Planet of the Apes? Oh yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you what, and 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 this is my final thought of today. That that is an unbelievably underrated film. It is absolutely absolutely. Dude. I thought it was just going to be a standard, you know, sort of semi actiony uh, science fiction film. But man, is that movie deep. So that is my recommendation to you, is to go out and watch Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes is is a milestone in science fiction, cinema history, in the sense that not only did the was, was it a roundabout way of addressing a very prominent social issue, race issue yes, at the time, yes. in the present, not only that, but it's actual filming... And construction and production was like a a, a kind of uh, automatic sociology experiment. Yeah, experiment, yeah, that's true. Where the actual, you know, chimps and apes. Yes, they had several. They had three different kinds. Three of different kinds of costumes. Of, of costumes, makeup, and whatever. Bre- the fourth wall was broken. It was lunchtime. They weren't rolling anymore. Yeah. and instinctively, yes. The different, the three different factions would sit and eat together, that, that's regardless of whether they had, 
you know, and they weren't told to do this. They weren't told to do. Yeah, this. they didn't say they all you chimps eat together. Yeah, automatically did it. That's amazing. Which is to like me. a very strange shown that um, uh, differences. It's inherent in us to stick with what we know, stick even if you aren't really a chimp. I mean, yeah. these are actors wearing chimp makeup and costumes. Right. Right. That's fascinating. It is fascinating. I think. I think the other thing that really <coughs> was incredible was to see a really detailed. I mean, a lot of movies, even back then, addressed war. I mean, war was a big thing back in the late 60s. You had mm-hmm. Vietnam. But the idea that that movie is as good an argument, uh, it, it, I don't want to say it's for or against anything. It is as good a display of the argument between creationism and science as you'll ever see in a movie. Exactly. It's uh, I couldn't it's believe. It's the ultimate chicken or the egg. Chicken or the egg. Exactly. You know? and, 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 and the fact that there's... A hu- I don't want to give out too much, but it's like there's there's one side that has huge resistance to the idea that there could have been evolution from uh, uh, one group to another, right. and 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 there's one that's absolute certainty that and 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 ah oh man, there's so many layers. Yeah. I mean, just 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 go see it, and I'll tell you what: if you see it, come visit us at thecommercials.tv. Send us an email and tell us what you think, and maybe we'll read your response on on our next podcast. Absolutely. And 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 maybe we'll give you a prize, and maybe we won't. It's most likely we won't. Yeah, it's probably what we won't. But it's, you know, don't do it. The thought is there. <laughs> don't do it. Yes, I'm reserving no. final thoughts for my for my good friend Ken. Thank you. Uh, my final thoughts for today uh, is to never ever. As long as thou shalt live, judge a booklet by its pamphlet cover. Um, the reason that I say that is a couple days ago, I was on the corner of Flatbush and Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. And waddling up to me was an old, ragged-looking lady, limping, looked like she was in very, very bad shape, ragged clothing Hmm. and she asked me if I could spare a dollar or two and for some reason sometimes you know I pass by and say no not today or I can't or you know Mm -hmm. whatever and I said you know so I reached in my pocket and gave her a five dollar bill and I felt I felt good about it because I'm like you know I really did you know I really took this moment to to Give to someone who I turned around and she yeah. fucking got into a Mercedes. Oh, so that's oh, that's rough, man. Yeah, so I just I bought her some pills or something. Yeah, but um, yeah, so oh, oh, yeah, yeah, but you know this is a common scheme. It is. This is the um, ragged yourself up. You know, tie one leg. To your thigh, so it looks like you're missing a limb, oh. and get a cop, dude. Those guys no, you're make right. they make like fifty to seventy five dollars a day, tax free, tax effing free. Yeah, that that is frustrating because there are people out there who really who are really needy. do need it, and yeah. because of people like that, I completely ignore those people who are really exactly. Needy. And exactly. there was uh, actually, it's even gone to the point where you know, I I I have this weird thing. And I may have told you this before. I'm not sure. I have this weird thing where my reaction to people is is usually that I assume that they're kidding. I assume that they're they're trying to make a joke. Okay. I was on Ninth Avenue not too long ago. I get out of my car and a guy says, 
hey, uh, do you have do you have any uh, do you have any change, sir? And I was like, oh man, I I don't have any change on me today. And he goes, oh, that's okay. I'll take a dollar. <laughs> and my reaction was, oh, that's funny. <laughs> And he looks at me, and he's dead serious. Oh God! <laughs> and but but my whole thing is like, oh you, right? That's adorable. I have very quickly similar thing. I was with a younger. She was always much younger, but I was with a younger girlfriend in Chicago, and uh, someone came up and said, "Can you spare some change?" She's like, "All I have is this penny. Do not give someone asking for money a penny." <laughs> Because that is a recipe for pissing off someone already under a lot of stress. That is true. Do yes. not give people pennies. And he prompted, he immediately says, you know, it, in half gibbers. Why did I give me pennies? And I tried to step in between and be like, sir, she, did, she didn't know any better. She was trying to help. And he actually was like, excuse me, sir. I am not talking to you. And proceeded <laughs> to yell at my girlfriend. So I was like, well, at least he's crazy and polite. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and very well spoken. Yes. <laughs> well, it has been an educational program. Indeed it has. And it's been an extreme pleasure and joy that you could join us. And uh, we hope you will the next time and we, we come around. And we hope you will forever be trucking to go. If you ain't trucking. You ain't going. This has been the Commercial Free Podcast on the Commercials.tv. TV.